From the Nosebleeds, welcome into another fantastic edition of From the Nosebleeds. Yep, episode five. Yeah, did you hear about the, um, did you ever hear that song before, Vince? No. You never heard that song? I don't think I have. It's called Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones. You really never heard that song before, dude? I don't think I have. Are you serious? serious? I'll be running hot. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway. I definitely don't recognize it in your voice. Well, thanks. That was like my Mick Jagger. Imp- I, d- I am working on a Mick Jagger impersonation. I have a good Dan Baker impersonation. That needs to- that's, that's a classic. It's a classic. My Harry Callis one is great, but I don't want to like... Yeah, just just leave that one in the... Yeah. Leave that one in your head. I'm going to leave that in my head for now. But maybe next week I'll debut the Harry Callis impersonation. But go. um, it's good to be back for another week of um, explosive hot takes. <laughs> Something like that. I guess. All right, Seamus. So first, Taylor's I guess. Taylor's laughing in the background, our producer, because he knows that none of us have hot takes. Yeah, I mean, you've had some pretty hot takes. I have all the hot takes. We'll see if uh, any of them come out today. I'm sure that maybe at least one will. No, a couple will. All right. So first, uh, let's talk about uh, the Sixers. They, they're they on a break right now, but their last game happened uh, in between our last show. So they uh, beat the Clippers 110-103. to it was a pretty good game. Yeah, Did good you get, game. Uh, ben Simmons, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. Yeah, Ben Simmons is ben my guy. S- I never had a problem with Ben Simmons. Really? No. Well, Joel Embiid also had 26 points. Yeah, but Joel Embiid just like goes off when he wants to go off. Right. Well, hopefully... Uh, like last night in the in the, in the the All-Star game, he, he looked like he was out of breath at right. points, and then he looked like he was uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. That's just who he but, is. But uh, as far as this game goes, Ben Simmons also locked up uh, Paul George. Uh, Paul George shot 315. How about I'm that? I'm sure that Ben wasn't on the whole game, but he when he was, Hey, was a nice win like that to him. go into, into the break is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully they carry some of that momentum... You know, over into the second half of the year. They you have can no only choice. Hope. They have no choice but to do that. All right, so uh, the big story of the NBA of the weekend was All-Star Weekend, obviously. Wait, uh, you said, hold on, you said the big story? You know what that reminds me of? I'm going to go off tangent a little bit, but I think our listeners would appreciate this. I mean, yeah. Growing up in the Philadelphia uh, area, you always have Channel 6 on at some point in your life. Well, I like sure. it. You know the 11 o'clock news with Jim Gardner? Yeah. It makes me happy every single time he comes on and says, Hi, I'm Jim Gardner, and the big story on Action News tonight. I don't know. I just had to throw that in there. Sure. Because uh, I love Jim Gardner. I always love to hear Do you like Jim your, Gardner, uh, Taylor? I feel like it added nothing to the conversation, but yes. It didn't add anything <laughs> to the conversation when you're dealing with a guy It's like talking to a wall as your partner. But uh, ouch! I mean, come on, dude! No enthusiasm for Jim Gardner. I mean, this guy here's a guy that's just a news anchor. He's just a news anchor. He is like I, I, I respect him more than I respect my father, and I never even met that guy before. Have you seen his salary? It's like yeah, that would make me hate him probably. Yeah. Why is it? He probably a makes lot? like thirty million a year. <laughs> it, it's worth a Google. It, I, I guarantee you, he probably makes like Bryce Harper money for saying I'm Jim Gardner and the big story on Action News. Well, and then you just the said end, you respect him so much. What do you respect him for then? Well, I respect him for always like being like a constant source of happiness in my life, and like he, like when no one else is there for me, if I'm depressed, if I'm depressed about uh, well, I don't know anything about a woman or about how my family hates me, if I put on the action news at eleven o'clock, Jim Gardner's always there for me with a smile. Sure. Yes. All right. So. uh Let's move past that. Uh, All right. Let's you know, move past I, I respect it. your insight on uh, Jim Gardner. But <laughs> Thanks. He's like a peg below Bruce Springsteen in my book. That's uh, high honors, honestly. Pretty good company. But uh, did you catch any of All-Star Weekend? Uh, not really. No, no, you're not a big I, All-Star Weekend I, guy? I'm not really into basketball, period. But, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's fine. I know uh, Archbishop Carroll graduate. Uh, what the hell Derek is Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones. In controversial really? fashion, won the uh, dunk contest. A lot of people were huh. saying that Aaron Gordon deserved it. Are you surprised that I knew that? I didn't know he was of the area. Oh, you yes. didn't know Derek Jones Jr. went I did to not. Yeah, he Carroll. went to Carroll. I saw him play a couple times against Roman. I specifically remember one time uh, Roman played Carroll at Cabrini College, and uh, Derek Jones Jr. caught a rebound and was going coast to coast, and the center on Roman just made a business decision and just stepped out of the way because he was he was like breaking rims just everywhere. Yeah. He yeah, he's a freak athlete. He is the pride of Archbishop Carroll. Yeah, you know, I'm always repping for PCL guys to do big things in the uh 
in the pros at whatever sport. Good for him. Uh, it was controversial, though, to some people because Aaron Gordon uh, had a really good performance, one of the best dunks ever with that. Uh, he did it off the side of the backboard, catch it one hand, like a 360. But uh, the way it scored is just weird because they were just they just give everything 50s. Like, yeah. And it just goes on and on and on. And uh, apparently, according to Common, rapper who was a uh, one of the judges they were supposed that makes a lot of sense by the way yeah, they agreed to uh they agreed to uh make a tie so the judges were gonna tie it in uh this round and apparently he said one judge you know went off of that and it was Dwayne Wade people were saying Dwayne Wade uh kind of made it so that Derek Jones Jr. would win but I think he deserved it because Derek June, uh, Aaron Gordon's second to last dunk, I don't think deserved a 50. If you're watching, if you're listening right now and you watch that, you know what I'm talking about. He just did a, he just did a common jump over like a f- six foot dude, like not even a tall guy. I don't even know who he was, but yeah. he just, and it was kind of common. So I was like, what I don't understand though is like, why was common a judge? They just, I think like, it was because comments from, I think Chicago. Com- comments yeah. from Chicago. So they were doing Chicago based oh, judges. So that makes them qualified to be an NBA all-star game well, dunk contest. Well, what, judge. what do you have to dunk to be able to judge a dunk? Uh, I would think that you would have something to do with sports. And here's a guy that's uh, playing the All Star or Celebrity All Star game. Exactly. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then my right, my, my it, point is moot. It's out the window at this point. Uh, the the Common should be the, the new commissioner of the, of the NBA. He should be the next commissioner. You know what? Let's get a petition. Oh wait, we're going to get Common in there as a goddamn commissioner that's a, this is because a good he played in the celebrity. You know who played in the Celebrity All Star game for fucking baseball? Kevin James. I don't want him to become the next commissioner. Well, I, actually, honestly, I might, we'll get into yeah, that later. Well, honestly, I wouldn't say that that. Be such a bad thing, but uh, later. the only other thing besides the actual All Star game, Buddy Heald won the three point contest. Good for him. Uh, I, lo- I actually think the three point contest is at the point where it's better than the dunk contest. Yeah, because the dunk contest is just starting to get old. Right. Uh, Bam was, on a wait. Was there a judge for the three point contest, or it's pretty much uh, just pretty much it's just what you you, know, you, yeah. you get a score on what you make. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Jay Z could have been. They that did judged. this year do something different where they added a uh, two extra shots, which are basically like. Almost half court shots because now these dudes are just draining them. So they were worth like four points or something. But that was like the only change to that game. Yeah. Uh, Bam on a bayou from the Heat, a big man, won the skills contest. Kind of a surprise. I know that his odds were pretty low on uh, betting sites. He was like, now what, what, what does the skills contest consist skills of? Skills contest is two guys go up against each other and they get the ball, they start dribbling, they do a bunch of drills like a like they pass up, they do a chest pass, like through a little circle kind of thing, and they have oh. to hit it in. Then they do dribble, dribbling. Uh, they do a layup, and then they come back around. And they have to hit a three. So it's kind of like, like a circus type situation. Kind of, yeah. It's like a race. Whoever finishes first moves on. Okay. Okay. And it's uh, big men versus guards. How about and big, that? Big men won this year, which is kind of a surprise. Good for them. But uh, now let's talk about the actual game. So uh, speaking of commissioners, before the game. The commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, announced that uh, the NBA would change the name of the All-Star MVP to the Kobe Bryant All-Star uh, MVP Award. That's nice. In a tribute to Kobe. What did you think about that? I think it's nice. That's good. I think it was the perfect way to tribute him because, you know, a lot of people calling for the logo change. I just think that's too much. Well, I think that might be a little drastic. I think this was the best thing for them to do. Kobe is tied for the most All-Star MVPs ever. Well, there you so, go. So it makes sense. Yeah, it's not like it's unwarranted. He definitely deserves to have that award named after him. Yeah, I think it's a nice tribute. Yeah, so uh, the actual game itself, again, speaking of Adam Silver, now, Seamus, did you did you know what the new format was for this game? No, I had no idea. Okay, so let me catch you up. The format was uh, quarters one through three would all start at zero. Okay. Whoever won that quarter would win a certain amount of money for their charity they were playing for. They were both playing for a Chicago-based charity. So wait, there were different. So each quarter had a winner. So yeah, each quarter started at zero. So say quarter one ended and it was twenty to fourteen. The next quarter starts zero zero. Oh, okay. And then they go again. But then the fourth quarter is basically where the actual change happens. They add up the scores of both teams. And now just for – I don't remember what the exact score of the game was. I know it ended at 157, I think. But uh, let's just say for the example, in the four, going into the fourth quarter, one team was up 100 to 95. Right. You would add 24 to the winning team score. So it would be 124. 
in again tribute of Kobe. And uh, there's no clock in the fourth quarter. There's just a target score. The first team to get to 124 wins. Okay. So last night, you know, whatever the number was, I don't feel like doing the math off the top of my head. Uh, it was one 157 was the target score. So you know, whatever team got there first would win. And a lot of people were trashing this uh, change before the game, including myself. It honestly ended up being the best thing that's happened in the All-Star game in a long time. Now, is this going to be a thing that's going to be just a new thing going I'm, forward? I'm, I'm hoping that it is because the the first three quarters, you can say what you want about it. it they Were they trying their asses off? No. But the fourth quarter... That's where all the magic The happened. fourth quarter, those dudes were really trying. There were fouls. There were players arguing with the refs. Defense being played on both sides. Yeah, how about that? Both teams really wanted to win this game. And it's like one of the first time... I think in my lifetime, this is the best All-Star game I've ever seen. Maybe the NFL can take notes from this. Yeah, the Pro Bowl, I don't think he can get players up for the Pro Bowl at all. Because they don't care. Because it's football, and they know that there's a big chance they get hurt. Yeah. 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 But this was the best thing that's been happening to the All-Star game in a long, long time. It got good reviews. Dude, I mean, I was was out last night, and a bunch of people, we were watching this, the fourth quarter, and, like, it was intense. Like, people were hype, like... This is the first time in a long time it seemed like the players actually care about this game. Yeah, so maybe the NBA did a good job. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think a lot of people, including myself, owe Adam Silver an apology because this format was great. How about that? It was quite a game. It ended. Uh, contra- it did end a little controversially, which they might want to work on a way to figure this out, but it ended at the free throw line. Someone, yeah, a lot Anthony, of people were bitching about Anthony that. Anthony Davis got fouled, and he went up to the line up uh, 156 to 155, I believe the score was, or 154. Uh, missed the first free throw. Apparently, he says he did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe it was the pressure, mm-hmm. but uh, then he hit the second one, they got to 157, and that was the game. Uh, which, you know, it ended a little controversially, but it does not outweigh the goods. A lot of good things that came from this game. Yeah. Uh, Team LeBron ended up winning. Of course. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the f- named the first Kobe Bryant MVP. Nice. Uh, he he went off. He had uh, I believe. Let me pull it up real quick so I don't. I'm not wrong. He had 30 points and he shot eight for 14 from three. Wow. He had eight threes. The other people in running for All-Star, if Giannis's team won, it probably would have been him. He dropped 25, 11 rebounds. Joel Embiid put up 22 points for Team Giannis. Uh, Kemba put up 23 for Team Giannis. Off the bench, Rudy Gobert had 21. And then as far as Team LeBron goes, besides Kawhi, uh, LeBron had 23. Uh, Anthony Davis with 20. James Harden, who, I mean, just kind of solidified this narrative of him not looking good in big games. It was the All-Star game, and he looked shook in the fourth. Yeah, he did. He was playing bad. Speaking, another funny thing about people trying was one of the big moments of the last you know minute or two of the game was Kyle Lowry drew a charge on James Harden, who hit a three that would have won the game, but they called it a charge. And Really? Yeah, it was like, dude, wh- I can't remember the last time a defensive play, like, really mattered in the All-Star game. Another one was uh, Giannis blocked LeBron, and they reviewed it for about five minutes on whether it was a goaltend or a block. (laughs) Dude, it was close, but they ended up calling it a block. (laughs) I like Uh, how they took the time to review it. Uh, Ben Simmons Simmons had 17 points and shot 8 for 9. Chris Paul had 23 points, and the most impressive thing of the night for him was at 36, I believe he is. He he never does this kind of shit. He caught an alley-oop off one foot, two-hand slam. You never see that from him. Now, Seamus, let me, this, you're going to laugh at this. This is funny. All right. Going into the game, I wanted to put a bet on who I think would have won All-Star MVP. Right. So I went with a guy who has won two. He had good odds, and I figured he'd be on the winning team. That man's name is Russell Westbrook. Right. Russell Westbrook played 27 minutes, and he totaled six points. Wow. He shot two for 10 and 0 for four from three. That's, that's, that's a bad pick. Six points. That's a bad pick, Vince. It's a, in high, hindsight, it's 2020, Seamus. He's got two MVPs already in this oh, game. I don't know, dude. That's pretty bad. That, it, was, it was a... a I mean, that's the second bet you lost this week. It was a very bad performance. He, had, he totaled the second most amount of amount of minutes on the court for his team and got six points. Ben Simmons actually, which is interesting, Ben Simmons logged the most minutes for Team LeBron. How about that? 29 minutes. But uh, yeah, good showing from uh, our guys, Joel and Ben. Uh, Joel shook LeBron on a play pretty good in the fourth quarter. Faked him out one way, faded the other, hit a shot. There you go. And then uh, 
you know, this is actually something I also want to talk about as far as the Sixers, but uh, today Ben Simmons was posting pictures, and the first picture, you know, he put up was him and Joel. And uh, before the All-Star game, they were showing Ben and Joel talking, and uh, one of the guys, I forget if it was Ernie or Shaq, said, uh, oh, it's, you know, funny, like, two guys on the same team going to be playing against each other this year, or this, uh, tonight, and Charles Barkley said, oh, it doesn't look much different from the regular season. Right, well, of course he would say that. So... I just want to, before we get into the baseball talk, I just want to wrap up baseball talk with a, a little rant about the national media and Well, here's a guy that also called media. them uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, right. Just what do you expect? Horrible. But uh, yeah, a little rant about the national media and the Philly media All as right. far as this matter. All right, President so, Trump, uh, here we go. You know, I listen to 90, 94 WIP, you know, here and there when I'm at work. If my phone's dying, because unless my phone is dying, I will listen to my own stuff. That radio, uh, you know, music or yeah. podcast. But when my phone's dying, I will listen to WIP. And their coverage of the Sixers is terrible. It's so bad. They are so biased against the Sixers. It makes no sense. All they talk about, and this is national media too, is some made-up narrative of Ben and Joel not liking each other. This comes from nowhere because there is no evidence of this. If there is, I am open to someone showing me the evidence of this because, as you know, I keep up with the Sixers pretty closely. Never seen it. It's well, made up. Uh, then you have guys uh, like these idiots that call in saying Ben and Joel are spoiled brats and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I actually have to defend someone from WIP that I normally would not. I think it was Joe DeCamera. I was listening, and uh, someone called in, and they were he was calling Joel Embiid entitled and bashing him for like you know trolling the fans. How you know you remember that day where he yeah. was putting up shit or whatever? But yeah. uh, which, by the way, joke. It's a troll. That's who Joel Embiid is. He's joking with us, and like he said, if he can take it, we can take it. So this guy was saying Joel Embiid is entitled, blah, blah, blah. And Joe DeCamera said, so you don't think that he should be able to defend himself? And this guy was basically saying no. And he said, well, you sound entitled that you're allowed to give your opinion on this guy and boo him, but he can't respond. Right. That's entitlement right there. That's a good point by DeCamera. A rare good point by Joe DeCamera. That's entitlement. Just thinking that you can say what you want about these guys, and he can't even throw a little jab back and joke with us. Yeah, like, I, I don't think that's a big deal at all. I think no. that's totally ridiculous, but and it was blown out of proportion. This There's such an anti-Philly narrative, and it's a shame that we have to see it in our own city. We are we have to be the only city that runs these dudes out of town the way we do. I, I mean, guess, I can't it, but, imagine it. But your argument is this. The national media is, well, I actually happen to agree with them about, like, those two not liking each other. I think but you could tell with body language and how they communicate on the court. I, I think just that you disagree. Could tell. I think you could tell that they're jealous of one another. At least that's what I think. And again, you you sound like the but, people that I'm disagreeing with. I don't know where but, these but thoughts let, come from. But let me finish. But you're saying that the fans run them out of town, these guys, right? Well, the media. and the, See, the thing is... So the fans agree with the mainstream media, at least in this case. Well, no, well, the listen, this media. is what I was about to say. The majority of the fans that agree with these guys are, like, their age. Most, uh, of course, you have that mindset of an older man, as oh, you know, Taylor likes to say. But uh, Not the body, though. <laughs> but most of the people that agree with these WIP hosts on them being entitled brats and hating each other are older guys, as some people would call them. Boomers. Most of the people uh, that there's, think, there's a little shade thrown towards me. Isn't most it? of the people that disagree are like my age, you know, or millennials right. or younger, uneducated. Ignorant. So you don't hear from those people calling in because they don't fucking listen to these radio stations because they stink. No, because the they, people, they're too busy listening to bar stool, The people that listen to WIP call in because that's just that's who they are. My age group and. Even yours, except for you, apparently. We don't really listen <laughs> to these guys because we think they're stupid, and that's 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 all I can well, say. There might be a little jealousy. So about they that. don't take but, we we don't take the time to call in because we're like, why would we argue with these idiots? Yeah, you're busy drinking in the woods. No, but listen to this. I just want to say one thing about this, the whole thing about WIP, right? And you say you mentioned WIP. Yeah. All right, dude. I don't think they have an anti-Sixers agenda at all. Dude, their program director is literally a poster child for the 76ers. That's all the guy talks about. That's all he wants his station to talk about is the 76ers. Right, but their coverage is terrible. He gives the Sixers, like, too much. He's got his own goddamn podcast devoted to the Sixers. As soon as someone points me in the direction of evidence of them being jealous of each other or not liking each other, I will believe it. But you don't have an open mind. I do have an open mind. I just These guys are just speaking nonsense that they have no evidence of. All right. Like, where does it come from? 
Right. Their body language in the court, that doesn't even make any sense. It does. You can tell that they do like each other, the All way right, that they the talk about each other and post you know, shit with each other on Instagram, and that does matter for people their age. Since we only have an hour, I'll come back next week with evidence. I promise. All right. I will provide you evidence with... with uh, they're jealous of each other. They've, they've definitely gave indirect comments about each other. That I, that I understand. I, I feel think like... that's probably where it stems from. Sure. And, but uh, don't you think that these guys that are around the Sixers, like... Like, well, for example, we use a WIP guy since you like bringing that up. Yeah. John Johnson. He's around the Sixers all the time. He's in the he's in the locker room. He's a basically, I don't know if he's considered a beat reporter, but he's there all the time. Right. And, dude, don't you think that he would, like, put a, put a squash to that uh, coverage on WIP if he knew that it wasn't I've, To correct? be honest, I've never heard him on WIP. All right, well, then you don't listen. I've only heard a selection of amount of guys. But all, right. all I'm saying is, dude, I th- like I said last week, where there's smoke, there's fire with this. But I don't. S- whatever. Nobody's just going to make a narrative up like this if 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 it's not stemming from something. On the national level, I understand because there's always an anti-Philly bias nationally. It just sucks that in this in this in this city, if I turn on the local radio station, all it is is. Carson Wentz is overrated. Ben Simmons is a spoiled uh, brat. That, Joel Embiid is out of shape and fat, and we hate him. But that's true. And then, he and then guess what? And then, and then they just don't talk about the Flyers. We don't talk about the Flyers much. I don't care about the Flyers. Right. Me and you might not be the biggest Flyers fans, but that's that's okay because we we let p- the people know. WIP is supposed to be you know not even just. They, they don't talk about the fucking Flyers at all. I, I kind of feel bad for the Flyers. I don't. No one cares. It feels like no one cares about them. This city is a football town. I'm gonna, just because I feel bad for them, I'm going to try to start getting in more. It's a football town, and we care about baseball. We care about football and baseball. If someone called into one of them stations right now and asked a Flyers question, they'd just say, yeah, Carter Hart. Or they hang up. Or they would say, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. I didn't know we had a hockey It's, team it's just a shame is all I'm saying. But or they uh, don't take the call because they know what the caller's going to tell Yeah, about. that's exactly. why we have screeners like Taylor. Uh, like, if anybody wants to talk about anything besides baseball, me, he's going to be like, all right, <laughs> please hold. Don't put him through. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just tired of this narrative. Uh, hopefully it'll die. Uh, I really hope that the Sixers are going to come out of the break and just put an end to all this bullshit and just shut these people up. Yeah, well, listen, they'll, they'll never shut up, but I, I think next year just make them look more dumb. They, they have a really easy schedule coming up. Yeah, they have one of the easiest, I think. Ne- uh, like next, year's, next year's going to be the Sixers year. Jay Wright's going to lead them to a uh, to an NBA title. <laughs> Jay Wright. Uh, is hey man, lead I wouldn't this team. be I wouldn't be opposed to that. He's not going to go to the Knicks. He's. I, I thought Conley was the next coach. He's going to uh, no. He's going <laughs> to leave Villanova, even though that would be stupid on his part financially. Because whatever, they'll give him whatever the hell he wants there. But he's going to lead the Sixers to an NBA title. Sure. How about that? There's a hot take. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. I love it. But, uh, yeah, it's just to wrap up, good weekend. I think it was one of the best All-Star weekends that has been in a long, long time, mostly because of just how good the game was. Right. Sure, like I said, the dunk contest was a little controversial, but the good outweighs the bad here by a lot. Absolutely. So, Seamus, next we're going to talk a little baseball. Okay. So... Well, what do you want to do? There's nothing really going on in baseball right now, is there? (laughs) Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Let's start with this. Uh, Last week, we left the studio, and I think almost immediately... The news came out of this proposed playoff change. Yes. So before we give our thoughts, let's just go over the overview of what it is. So okay. basically, they would introduce seven teams to the playoffs. Right. Give the one seeds a bye. Right. The two seeds would then be able to pick their opponents. Right. And uh, no more wild card one game playing. It's now a best two out of three. Yeah. Uh, thoughts. Well, here's the thing. I think that it is absolutely absurd to think that in professional sports you could choose your opponent. I, I right. think at least on like like the major league level, like you shouldn't be able to have a choice as to who's your, who you're going to play. I think that doesn't make any sense at all. I think that defeats the purpose of of a competition. It doesn't make any sense to me. Isn't it entertainment at the end of the day? It, it's entertainment at the end of I the day, I was going to say, I, I agree with you, but also... I was a little swayed because someone made a good point. Like, it kind of adds more to, like, like rivalries and shit. Like, imagine, like, mm. you're, like, an underdog. If, under do- like if, if you're an underdog team, right, and, like, say, you know, whatever, whoever, say the Phillies got in, they were underdogs, and, you know, someone picks them. That can get you up. Like, oh, these fuckers want to play us? These these dudes want to play us? Yeah, let's show them why they should not want to play us. Yeah, but they could also pick an 81 and 81 team and be like, oh, we're going to beat the shit out of these guys because yeah. they're no good. Well, that, that goes. They're also professionals, aren't they? I guess that goes along with uh, a lot of people were saying their biggest the problem point? is having. What's more. the point that they're? Do you have a problem with there being more 
teams now, a lot of people, that's been their biggest problem. I just don't think that the MLB postseason needs any more adjustments besides the wild card thing. I don't think it should be a one-game playoff in baseball. Baseball's yeah. not a one-game it's sport. A, it's a, it's a but, game of series. But as far as the postseason, I think the postseason's fine the way it is besides the wild card. Yeah, a lot of people need all this A lot of people's shit. biggest problem have has been uh, the another team being introduced. But, like, why are they focusing on the playoffs? Like, aren't they, aren't they supposed to be introducing, like, uh, regular season stuff to get people to actually watch during the regular season. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's a pretty <coughs> fair me. point, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know like where this is coming from. I think it's fine. I don't care, but I don't. I don't think you should be able to choose your opponent. Here's I think a, that's that's ridiculous. You want to talk about hot takes? This is a little old at this point, but uh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Right after right, I love Trevor. Bauer. Right after it was announced, he tweeted out, "Quote." No idea who made this new playoff format proposal, but Rob is responsible for leasing it. So I'll direct this to you, Rob Manfred. Your proposal is absurd for too many reasons to type on Twitter and proves you have absolutely no clue about baseball. You're a joke. See, I love players Unquote. I love players like Trevor Bauer that just don't care. Because listen, the Manfred is terrible. I mean, and I didn't think he was awful yeah. until the whole Houston Astros thing. And we're going to talk about that after this. Uh, like, I got I a lot he, more to add to that. I think he's a bitch, man, for lack of a better term. I just think he's soft. I think he's just not aggressive. He's, uh, I don't like him. So good for Trevor Bauer. I like Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I, it, it's interesting, man. I think that they're at the point where they're just trying to do what they, whatever they can do, because a lot of people, and even you agree that baseball on a national level, where compared to basketball and football, it's kind of like falling down. And I think they're just trying to do something. Yeah, but I don't know if the postseason is where they should start. That's just me. Like, uh, I feel like the postseason ratings are fine. Like people care about playoff baseball more than they care about regular season. Here's baseball. another another rule change that isn't about the playoffs. What do you think about the th- the new three batter minimum for pitchers? I didn't even see that. Oh, you is didn't that, see is that? that a proposed rule? It's, it's it's not a proposed. It's in 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 stone now. So what does that mean? So uh, from now on, when a pitcher comes in and takes the mound. There will be no more, oh, bring in the lefty for this guy and then take him right out. I don't like it. Each pitcher will have to face a minimum of three batters. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I don't. How? Go off. Let me hear your thoughts. Because that messes with the manager's ability to make in-game adjustments. And, and, uh, like, uh, I just think it's not good. So, again, I think the MLB is doing this because a pitching change too often just slows the game down and they're trying to do whatever they can I agree to with that. speed the game up. I agree with that. That's fine. But also, baseball is a sport where in-game strategy when it comes to the bullpen is a thing. Yeah, it definitely is. And, like, what's the point uh, in having a look manager? At, look at how fucking point? horrible out of Gabe Kapler was. Like, what's the point in having a manager? That's their job is to make strategic yeah. uh, strategic judgments like I'm that. I'm not necessarily disagreeing or agreeing with this until... Like, I don't really have a strong opinion. I get why people wouldn't want it, and I get why the MLB does want it. Yeah, they want to they shorten the games. Right. All right, Seamus. Uh, so that's really just the only things that were happening with the playoff yeah, changes. Yeah, as far as the rule changes, man, like, I'm fine with everything except for being able to pick your own team. Like, I don't think there should be a one-game playoff in baseball. It's not a it's not a one-game... You don't play 162 games for it to come down the one. Yeah, I don't like that. I didn't think it was interesting because the best team certainly doesn't win in that scenario. There's no way of telling. Right. So... Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Two out of three, I think, is a lot better. Let's talk once again about this whole Houston Astros situation. Yeah. So, Rob Manfred came out and said that Players will be punished for throwing at the Astros this year. Well, that's just stupid. What are your thoughts on that? Because I got some. That's dumb. And I know that you probably agree with him no. when it comes to that. Oh, no. Right, oh, well, no. Well, that's shocking. But uh, I think Rob Manfred, in his uh, press conference or his address to the media the other day, I, I thought he looked like, so soft, dude. Like, like, dude, of course there's going to be retaliation. Of course there's going to be retaliation, dude. Right, so These guys literally cheated. You f- your, your own investigation determined that they cheated. You give them immunity, which is soft. Bullshit. And now you want to go out and say, oh, don't don't retaliate against these guys. Right. It's like these, these players are getting away with murder. Right. So, Seamus, as you said, you would expect me to be against this. Yeah, because, or, or you, for, yeah, you, because you don't like uh, You expect me to be for what he said. No. See, now... I don't like retaliation for something stupid like celebrating a home run. That, I think, is too much. This is justified. These guys cheated right. and got away with it. 
I think they didn't a, just celebrate. They didn't do a stupid dance after a home run. They cheated in the game of baseball that all these players are playing, and yeah. they won a championship and. People won MVPs and got paid a lot of money because of how good they played while cheating. Yeah, so this is this is completely like, uh, I, like, I don't appropriate know what, for the game to police itself here. Uh, Since the fucking commissioner isn't going to police it, someone's got it, right? Well, I, I don't think that there's no way. First of all, that the other 29 clubs are going to listen to what my, Rob Manfred said. Hell no. And it's going to be funny once Manfred sees how many players are willing to take fines and suspensions just to peg these dudes. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be able to do anything when it comes to... I mean, I don't, I'm not saying go out and drill the guy in the head or whatever, but I mean, these guys are they're cheaters. Go, they're going to be getting hit. They're admitted cheaters. I mean, the, what do you expect? These guys around the league that have actually like a respect for the game... That, that Dude, it's going to get ugly. There's going to be a lot of fights. And it should. It should get ugly. I mean, what the Houston Astros did to the Dis- integrity it's of the game... It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's Shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. They, I, I just can't believe that the players are going to get off free, scot free. So, so Manfred gives these guys immunity. So now, now you got guys like Carlos Correa who's soft. He, he's coming. He should have. First of all, he should have kept his mouth shut because did you see what he said about Altuve and the reason he didn't want to take his shirt off? Yeah, because he had an unfinished tattoo on his chest. First of all, right off the bat, that completely. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That completely just makes what a. Uh, Altuve said one of them has to be wrong or they're both just lying clearly Altuve said that the reason he didn't want his shirt ripped off was because his wife got mad at him last time they did it Yeah, his wife got so mad that his little pudgy he, body got shown off He the, says one media. thing Correa says another thing clearly they're lying and someone on Twitter did a little digging and pulled up a picture of Altuve around that time period and there was no tattoo was on no his tattoo. shoulder uh, yeah. You know what the bottom line is he was wearing a buzzer exactly I, I'm 100% convinced he was wearing a buzzer did you see uh, Cody Bellinger's comments as well I did Cody, see Cody Bellinger, Bellinger took a strong good for him as he should they directly got cheated out of a championship totally I feel bad for the Dodgers yeah I mean also dude like think it it just goes so much further than just a championship like uh, Altuve robbed Aaron Judge of an MVP yeah I mean you can argue argue that I guess I mean if he was cheating all right yeah you can argue that fine but like I, I just I just can't get past the fact that like these guys are like Correa dude he's so soft he's such like a little I, I don't like the guy he reminds what else me of, did, like, I know that he made more comments than just that what else did he say I didn't well, know he, he was like well Altuve's the only one that didn't like the banging of the trash cans oh give me a break dude he's the only he one threw Altuve under the bus no, he or said no. Said he was he the th- only one that didn't like yeah, it. Oh, okay. Th- well, guess what? The fucking thing that's being accused of Altuve is wearing a wire. So maybe he didn't like the banging of the trash cans. He said, you know what? I'd rather just have a wear a buzzer. Yeah, so either way, dude, like. Which uh, clearly, I still think it's clear that he was. First of all, he just hit a walk off <laughs> bomb against Chapman. a great pitcher to win yeah. the. I've, the championship series. You're running home. You're not telling. The first thing on your mind is not don't rip my shirt off. Yeah. The first thing on your mind would be do whatever the fuck you want. I'm fired up right now. And then on top of that, he runs to the tunnel to put on his championship shirt. Yeah. And gets while, well, all, other, all, while if, other guys get dressed on the field, he runs to the tunnel. If he is telling the truth, which he isn't about the whole right. thing, <laughs> how whipped are you? How whipped are you, dude? <laughs> right, that's like, kind of like, ridi- that's look, ridiculous. You look ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Even saying that, but like I said, it just it, what Correa said completely n- n- makes what he said null and void because they're both lying because they have two different stories. Well, he either's got a tattoo that he didn't think was flattering. His wife has either got him on a on a chain or. He was wearing a buzzer. I think he was wearing a buzzer. Exactly, because like I said, Damn someone it. proved that he didn't have a tattoo at that time because he posted a shirtless picture on Instagram where there's no tattoo. But like I said, I still think it's pretty fucking clear. And All Man- the evidence points to him wearing something and under Manfred that jersey. Said, Manfred said, oh, we couldn't find enough evidence. Like, And he was like, we can't be 100% sure in these situations. So I didn't even know that much about Rob Manfred because I am a fan of baseball, not as big as uh, baseball and football. So I didn't really know that much about him. He immediately jumped to the top of the list of worst commissioners in sports. Yeah, he sucks, dude. He's so soft. Like the fact that the none of these players got punished at all. First of all, is a he, joke. he offered them the he offered them immunity as what the first offer? Like negotiate a little bit, dude. Yeah, I guess he did. But but the thing is, dude. Like he said, I don't know where to stop. Like like he was asked, like, oh, should we strip the title away? Yes. Listen, listen I don't th- see. I don't think they should strip. Did you the hear title what he away. said when they asked him that? He said it's just a hunk of metal at the end of the day. Yeah, he said that the which trophy is wrong. and the championship that these guys play 162 plus games for 
is just a hunk of metal. Well, that just goes to show you how out of touch he is I with think, the sport. I think they should strip him of the title. Not, but Obviously, it means nothing, but it just shows it, one day when people look back, it's like, oh, the 2017 title vacated. Yeah, the Astros won, but they got it taken away because they cheated. Yeah, see, I don't think they should get the title taken away because it actually happened. So and I and I don't know. See here here's the part where it gets weird. Like so, if you take the title away from Houston, you can't just award. Oh no, you, you don't award. The no one won. No one won that year. All right. Well, I I because I agree that the Dodgers you can't give it to them. I think maybe you should take away their rings just as a symbolic thing. I just I, fuck the. I think they can keep the rings. Their their names should be wiped from the history books. One day when you look back and it shows all the winners, that year should be empty. I just think the fact that none of them got suspended is is a joke. I mean, this is just, uh, and this is the thing about like baseball. Like a lot of people just, this is kind of what I talk about when I talk about baseball culture being weird. Like a lot of people just say, oh, you know, this kind of shit happens. It's like it shouldn't. Like what's like, worse, the I, steroid scandal or this? It has to be this because you sure like Barry Bonds had uh, you know some extra power, but half the battle, more than half the battle, is actually hitting the ball. Yeah, they knew what was coming in this case. Exactly. Even the MVP, Mike Trout, came out and said uh, him and a lot of other players have lost respect for the Astros, and he said, "quote Me going up to the plate and knowing what's coming would be pretty fun up there." Yeah, no shit. He hit like a thousand. So, I mean, Mike Trout is not a man of many words. When you got the face of baseball coming out against these guys, you know it's pretty bad. Of course. Well, he's a guy that has integrity. He loves the game. I mean, he's a baseball. He's a Baseball purist in every sense right. of the word. Of course, he's not going to like somebody taking advantage of but, uh, cheating. Right. Like I've heard just a lot of people say things like, "Oh, you know, this is kind of just the thing that happens in baseball because it's happened in the past before." It's it shouldn't like, matter. What has happened in the past? Like nothing a, like this. There's a big difference between uh, like getting some or figuring out the opposition's signs. But these guys went through a a, 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 a in depth just like. They, they they planted cameras in center field and, and put a TV in the clubhouse and, to and get po- the catcher's And possibly side. put a wire on a guy. They flat out cheated. I mean, they flat out like went out of their way to 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 to, to figure out the signs. Right. And that is that that's the, absurd. The the champions this is the Champions League the soccer league. Uh, Man City got caught cheating uh, somehow some financial shit. They were banned from. The league for two years okay. and find thirty million dollars. Thirty. Million. That's how you punish a franchise who cheats. Now, I think the best way to punish the Astros, if I was the commissioner, would be, I, I mean, if you're not say that say that I wasn't allowed to suspend the players because they had immunity, right? right? Which, if I, again, I would not give them immunity, but uh, they should have a playoff ban. Two, maybe two years, maybe one year. That's they, fair. They play all their games, so you don't just award every team that they would play a win, but they play all their games, and at the end of the year, say that they finished first in their division, the team the team that comes in second makes the playoffs. They don't. Yeah, I, just, I agree They cannot that. make the playoffs. They should be banned, and if I was able to take immunity away, I'm suspending every starter for the entire year. I agree with you. And and then the playoff ban for one year also. I so agree. So the backups play the whole year and they're banned from the playoffs that year. I agree. Cuz like, you have to least they should you do. have to put your foot down because if you're if you're another team, why not try this? If oh, this yeah. is if these are the only I mean again, you know the manager got fired or whatever, I guarantee you they'll all get jobs when they come back. If you can just get away with this and your name will be in the record books and Players will be given immunity, which he's saying it won't happen next time. But it's like, okay, fuck it. What I don't understand is when he was defending his own uh, penalties that were levied upon the Astros, which was, by the way, virtually nothing except for suspension of the uh, GM and the manager, which the, organi- the organization— Because this was a player-driven cheating The organization scandal. then fired both of them. But they also slapped them with a $5 million fine. Oh, no. That's right. like $5 for that. Meanwhile, fucking Pete Rose is still fighting to get in the Hall of Fame f- for gambling yeah. on games where he bet on himself. Yeah, well, I still don't think he should ever get in the Hall of Fame, but uh, whatever. Why? That's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, whatever. Because he knew that what he was doing was wrong and clearly... Definitely. I just think that it's not nearly as bad as something like this solely because like, it wasn't a situation where he was betting against himself and throwing games. He was just saying, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to win. Like, I know I'm that good. Which, shoot, it is definitely wrong. I'm not going to take that off. I'm not going to say it's it's not wrong. I just think that compared to this, it makes him look like a fucking saint. Yeah, absolutely. But 
what Manfred said, he, he said, well, I think the punishment was horrible because I think it was extreme enough because these guys have to go out there and answer questions from the media every day about it. Get the it. fuck. Who, no, Who gives a shit? No one agrees with this guy. Does he not understand that? He can say the punishment was harsh enough. Not a single person fucking agrees with He's you. the most out-of-touch commissioner. Did you see the, uh, I think the Astros, by the way, are doing themselves absolutely no favors Jim making Crane. this better for themselves. Did you see Jim yeah, Crane's it, press conference? Is that the... The owner? The, yeah. Oh, fucking, he says... He contradicted he, himself multiple times. I was going to say that. He said, uh, we don't think it affected the game. Fifth, not literally 55 seconds later, a reporter says... So as for, when you say in the Yankee series uh, it didn't affect the game, what do you mean by that? He grabs the mic. Oh, well, I didn't say it didn't affect the games. 55 seconds ago, you literally said it didn't affect the games. Yeah, that guy is an idiot. And he says, oh, I didn't say that. Yes, you, you, you just said it under a minute ago. So you know what the Astros shouldn't have done? They shouldn't. They should not have had a press conference with the owner going out there and contradicting himself, and with the players. You had months to with prepare. The, with the players reading prepared statements that were two sentences long. You had a month as an owner to prepare for that press conference, and you still botch it that bad. That was one of the worst Come press on. conferences of all time. Some people were saying they were better off just coming out banging trash cans, like yeah, we're yeah, just, just, just lean into that. it, right? Just lean into being the villain. Well, I think that that would have been better. At least it own been, it. At, at least, least own it. Because it would have been better than what they did, because yeah. what they did was bad. Because they got caught. Everybody knows what they did was wrong. At least say, hey, yeah, we fucking did it, and we won the World Series, and we were the best team in baseball anyway because of it. Did, Who cares at that point? Did you see that uh, a fraction of the Little League Baseball League the uh, in, in L.A., I think, they no team. Every team refused to be the Astros. Oh, really? All the kids were saying, like, they were interviewing kids. They're like, "Yeah, I don't want to be the Astros." Well, like, they're blah, blah, the blah. Astros. And the coach, right? And the coaches were like, "Oh, we're real proud of the kids, like, because we actually want to teach them to have the <laughs> play the game in integrity." Oh, that's good. Like, they were just all throwing the Astros under the bus. All these little league coaches. How about that? They were like, "They're disgusting. They have disrespected the game, <laughs> the utmost respect." We're trying to teach kids to play baseball the right way, and this is the, what they have to look up to. You love to see that, which is all true. This is again. Like, you're trying to get the younger generation into baseball, but it's like when you see things like this and people, some people defending it, saying like, it's just like, oh, that's just baseball. It's like cheating should never be just no, part of any game. It's not a part, and of it's going to turn you off to it sometimes because it's like, oh, well, if people are just going to cheat, like, what yeah. the fuck is the point? Yeah, I think the whole the whole Astro situation, man. I think it's it's absurd the way they're even like going about their business with it. And then he said. And the commissioner also said, oh, this back and forth between other players talking about the Astros, he said it's not healthy. You what know why he? it's not healthy? Because they're calling him out. Because he's an idiot. As Trevor Bauer said, you are an idiot. He is. Like, does he not expect these players that were directly affected by this cheating scandal to come forward and say something, especially considering he did nothing to the players? Right. If he did something that of, of like, if he actually, If he like, suspended these players, I guarantee you less comments would yeah, be said. Yeah, nothing would be said. Right. That, it, right. It'd be very little. Suspend the Astros for an entire season. Who cares? Like I said, I think the perfect thing would be to a playoff ban. That's, right. that's what I would lean into. But does he expect these dudes not to speak up? Like, how is someone like Cody Bellinger not going to have a problem with this? I yeah. A guy who possibly had a World Series taken away from him. Yeah. Aaron, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Judge comes out at one point. Like, dude, you fucking took an MVP award from me. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't understand that whole situation at all. I think Manfred's in over his head. There was a there was a video. Uh, someone tweeted uh, the quote: "Players that throw at the Astros will be punished." And then someone added the video to it, and it was uh, an old clip in baseball. I don't know who the guys were, but uh, someone was trying to throw a double play, and the runner just ran him, just trucked him. It was like <laughs> this is going to be Aaron Judge when he's running the bases against Altuve. It was probably when Utley broke uh, <laughs> Ruben Tejada's legs. Dude, that's another shit. Like that's going to happen too. It's not just going to be throwing. Oh yeah, it's going to be. They're going to be teams are going to play as dirty as possible. Listen, it's going to be bad, man. And like I know you think that I endorse like. Retaliation, which I do in a way, but I don't think I, guys, I don't I think guys should be going out there trying to break these guys' legs and stuff. I endorse retaliation. But you know here. what? They Just not whatever happens to them, they brought upon themselves. They can thank Dude, themselves. Let me tell you something. I am so they mad. I am so mad that our one series against them is in Houston. If they had to come play in Philly, we'd let them fucking hear it. I would rather it be here. I mean, dude, they're 100%. They're going to get it everywhere they go. Everywhere. Dude, it's going to be ne- This bad. thing is never going away. Hell no. And not only that, like, you know how, like, 
like say a uh, like somebody walks like they and they take first base or somebody hits a single and they take first base. What was they, the they'll, they'll chit chat with the first baseman. You don't think that they're they're not going to hear shit from the from the opposition the entire season? Someone's going to fucking like spit on them. So something. I mean, dude, this is not going to be an easy year for the Astros. Dude, Philly would be good. Like, what was the uh, the sign that we had when Barry Bonds came to Philly? Ruth did it on hot dogs. Uh, what was the rest of it? I gotta, I gotta I look forget. it up. It was, it was a classic uh, moment. But they would be getting it bad from the Philly crowd. Oh yeah, but dude, and they, and they deserve every bit of. They deserve it, dude. They, they, they brought it upon themselves. They're, they're a joke. And you know what the funny thing is, man? They're probably still going to go out there and win that division because they're clearly still the best team in that division. And they might go on to another World Series, and they might win another championship. It then said, what? It said Ruth did it on hot dogs and beer. Aaron did it with class. How did you do it? Oh wow! And they held that up. There's when Barry Bonds played uh, against the Phillies. Oh, I remember that classic. Oh, that was so. Great. They, so I'm sure something like that would come. Uh, you know, if uh, the hey, Astros maybe, were playing here. Hey, maybe we play them in the World Series this year. Who the hell knows? Do you think? I mean, ah, fuck. It's kind of hard to say if the Astros would get back. Yeah, not cheating back. because yeah, they are uh, a talented team. Yeah, Jose Altuve is a good hitter regardless. He's one of the best hitters. Yeah, on the planet. it just you know helps when. Yeah, when you like, when you well, know what's well, coming. Like what Mike Trout said, if I knew what the hell was coming every single time, I, I'd I mean, be amazing. And he already, and he already is, is right. But I mean, the whole thing about the Astros, man, they'll probably get back to the playoffs this year, which is exactly why there should be. Because, dude, imagine the fucking again outrage if the Astros. You know, maybe they don't cheat, but they imagine if they won again. They might. They're one of the clear favorites to win the World they Series. They should again. not be allowed in the playoffs. I think the Dodgers are going to win it all. They just got Mookie Betts from the Dodgers. They got David Price. Price. Or I mean, from the Red Sox. They got David Price. I mean, I think the, the Dodgers are finally going to do it this year. Because I hey, still man. think the Phillies, like, I don't know if they're World Series. Can, I know everything happens. Like, anything can happen when you get into the playoffs, and maybe they'll sneak into the wild card. I don't know if they win the division this year. Yeah. I, th- I think they're still, like, a year away from winning the division. I don't know, though. I, well, mean, yeah, they, I, th- if, I see a wild card spot. If they're in contention at the deadline and they want to go ahead and grab a guy like Chris Bryant, maybe that happens. Maybe that's what they need. What Did you th- did you see Bryce Harper's comments I did, about that? And I think he was absolutely correct. Yeah. I, I don't think s- sacrificing um, anybody in our minor league system right now or, or on the big league rosters for a year and a half of Chris Bryant. I feel like Bryce Harper is the best athlete in Philly just with the media. He's he, great he, with he the media. He knocks out of the park he's every time he talks to He's great with the media. Them. And they love talking to him because he's he's respectful of them too. There's he, a I mean, mutual he seems like he there. genuinely loves Philly also, which yeah. just makes me happy. Yeah, no, I think a lot of it is like... All right, put it this way. I think a lot of the whole, oh, I love Philly thing, like I think a lot of it is contrived sure, with a sure, lot of sure. athletes because they feel like they have to say that. And I think that's true in every th- city that people go to. But here there's more of a demand for, oh, yeah, they better love us. They better be a Philly guy, which I think is overblown at times. Yeah, I mean, I would think that it was more contrived because I do. And then I think he still did choose us. He chose us. Yeah, and at the end cho- of the day, that makes me happy. Yeah, but we threw him a lot of money. There's that argument. But... So did L.A. I, I guess, yeah. And I do think the guy genuinely loves Philadelphia. But, I mean, I think at the same time, like, all these athletes that say, oh, Philly's the best, Philly's the best. I think they would say that anywhere they go. So, uh, do you, this was a conversation I was hearing. Who do you, do you think that Bryce is the face of Philly sports right now? Who would you say is, if not Bryce? Well, you're going to ask somebody who's a big Carson Wentz guy, and they're going to say Carson Wentz. You're going to say somebody that really loves Harper, and they're going to say Harper. But I think when it comes down to it, a lot of people would argue Embiid or Simmons are, but I think when it comes down to it, Harper is the main as far as like as far as superstars go. He's the he's the biggest superstar that we have. I yeah. think Harper has to be the face of Philadelphia sports. Yeah, I was so I see like Carson would be he's not the one I'm leaning towards solely because on one hand he plays the most important and big biggest position in sports. The quarterback football is. The biggest position in sports. Absolutely. But his personality, not that this is a bad thing at all, because again, he knows how to talk to the media. He's a respectful guy. He's a good dude. His, his personality lacks a little bit. You know, he's kind of just like. He's a, like really quirky. Ex- he's sort of like, I don't know. He's sort of like holier than now sometimes. He's a great guy. Fine. His personality just kind of, it's, it's all right. I feel like Bryce has a little more personality. He's obviously a superstar. Because then you go over and you got, you know, I'd say Joel from the Sixers is more so than Ben. But uh, Joel's got the personality and he's got the game. Harper's an MVP, though. Yeah. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Do you, do you think he's going to have an MVP year this year? I think 100%. See, I saw an article, and he spoke to the media. He said, they were like, well, what do you want to work on this year? And he was like, well, I want to work on uh, walks, getting more walks, because he said he was mad at himself for finishing at 99 walks, and he wanted to get to 100 so bad. So he wants the on-base percentage to go back up. and he wants the he's batting, got a great eye. And he wants the batting average to go back up, which I think if he gets that batting average up, he hit 260 last year. I think if Harper can get that batting average up, man, that's MVP season. Say he hits three. Say he hits three hundred. Go ahead, just say he hits three hundred. He hits forty homers. He has a hundred and whatever RBIs. That's an MVP. Not to mention his leap in uh, defense last year. Yeah, he his played defense great defense great. last year. He had uh, I forget exactly how many, but a lot of out outfield assists. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, I think that as long as Harper stays healthy, he will be. Obviously productive for this team, yeah. But I think I think going into the season, you got to be happy with the with the lineup. We'll see what the rotation can do. Uh, but I'm excited. Did you to see uh, Reese changed his uh, batting stance? Yeah, what do you think about that? What did he do? He lowered his hands. Yeah, which just goes to show you, you know, who's the guy? We, who's the hitting coach we brought in? I forget. Uh, what the hell's his name? We got him from uh, Washington. What the hell's his name? Do you know Taylor? I forget. The new no. hitting coach now. I forget his name, but we but got him from the Nationals. It goes to show you if I mean uh, he comes in and immediately you know making changes. Yeah. I mean, that's good. The yeah. players obviously respect and, him. And I think I got to figure it out. What the hell? It's it's escaping my mind right now. But I think the the pitching coach Brian Price. I think he's going to help these these pitchers. He's very well respected throughout the league. And of course Girardi as your skipper man. I think I think it's gonna it's good. Uh, it, they have a good coaching staff right now. Oh yeah, that's like the least of my worries. That's exa- that's why I'm so excited for this season. Actually, I'm like weird. I'm weirdly optimistic, Seamus. I, I just think they're one starter and one bullpen piece away from being true World Series contenders, and another offensive. Uh, right. and yeah. you never know what the trade deadline holds. Now I'm excited to see what Spencer Howard has to do in uh, spring. I'm I'm excited to see what Alec Baum Boom is going to do. Um, so those are our two youngsters that really are promising. Right. When you look at guys like Cornelius Randolph and Mickey Moniak, they're they're terrible. I mean, I don't think that's working out. But at least you have guys like Boom and uh, and Spencer Howard that you can look forward to. And right. and listen, everyone's saying he's gonna he's projecting to be a number three. Who knows, man? This uh, Howard could, could he could be the ace. I, I think that you would be know. an amazing thing if Spencer Howard like was able to turn into a number one. And right. you would have uh, Howard Nola and uh, Zach Wheeler for a couple years. Because it's been a it's been a minute since the Phillies have grown a star pitcher. Yes, Gene Segura lost weight. By the way, did you see that? I did not. I think he lost like fifteen pounds or something. That's great. Did you see Scott Kingery gain some weight? Yeah, it's Scotty, muscle weight. Scotty Jack. He's ripped. He's ripped right now. You love to see it. It's yeah, he looks like me right now, and it's really <laughs> flattering. I'm getting all the comparisons, but uh, yeah, no, Scott looks good. Um, but but Gene Segura, they asked him how he lost the weight. He said, uh, I, "I think I think Scott's my new favorite Philly." He said, oh, "Well, I met him on a, I met him on Broad I met him on a Broad Street down at uh, Second Street. Uh, yeah, Second on. Street. Sorry, oh, come on. Met man. him on Second Street at uh, New Year's come on, Day. Bo. Come it was on, great. Bo. Him and him and Reese. Reese clearly didn't want to be interacted with, so I didn't talk to him. But uh, they just I, moseying down the street together. So I was walking with my friend. I walked and I met up with some of my friends, and I'm standing there." And uh, one of my uh, one of the girls who you know she doesn't know much about the Phillies, but she knows Reese Hoskins. She goes, "Yeah, like that's Reese Hoskins right there." So I look over, like two people, and I see a tall guy in a hat. Like he's clearly trying not to be noticed. I'm like, "Oh shit, that is Reese Hoskins." And then I look, ne- I look next to me, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is Scott Kingery standing right next to me," because he was he's like my height. Which I did not know. He's not very tall at all. But I look over and this guy, you know, in a jean jacket, and I'm like, dude, that's fucking Scott. Uh, jean and jacket. I'm like, that's Scott Kingery. So I'm just standing there next to Scott Kingery for about five minutes as they're watching the performance go on. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like leave them alone. When it's over, I'm gonna ask Scott for a picture. I didn't want to bother Reese because he was clearly trying to hide himself. So it ends and. I go, yo, Scott, can I, can I grab a picture real quick? And he started walking away, so I thought that was a no, but he goes, yeah, come on this side of the street. So me and a couple friends went over and grabbed the picture with him. And they texted me like 10 minutes beforehand to, to come over. to. They were at the yeah. Froggy Car yeah. uh, Froggy Car Clubhouse on 2nd Street. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm beat, man. You know, I, I think I'm just going to sleep. Because it's New Year. I wake up at 4 in the morning on New Year's Day. Yeah, Seamus uh, missed out. I'm in the goddamn parade. 
But um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm so jealous of Vince. That's like the first time I've ever been jealous of Vince. <laughs> what, what, all right, if Sheamus was there, how do you think he would? I would have, <laughs> I would have attacked Reese Hoskins. I, I, I was gonna say I want to hear what Vince said. I would have went right up to Reese Hoskins. <laughs> Reese, you better get that goddamn batting average up. No, I would have been like. Pretend that you're like here because you uh, are here and I, take your fucking hat I off. I was cool with it. I was <laughs> I was I was like whatever. I don't blame the guys, you know. I'm I was surprised, dude. No one I mean, here's a guy that that hit like two forty They were walking down the street, like they were just there, like no one was bothering them. I was like, Do people not know who they are? Well, I guess exactly. like if that was Carson Wentz or Joel and B, they'd have been mobbed. But well, I was like also giant people. <laughs> right, but I mean, Reese Costins is also pretty big. I mean, Scott, like I said, he's like only a little bit taller than I, I am. Joel, I'm not very tall. I met Joel Embiid on, uh, I forget what the hell street that is, but it's in, uh, it's more, it's towards South Philly. It was a bar called the Irish Times, and I met him across the street from the Irish Times. He had like five <laughs> bo- bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a little out of hand. Yeah, that's why I thought it was funny that they were just there. It was, uh, probably... Reese is 6'4". <laughs> right, that's why I noticed least six. 10. Yeah. Joel's 7-2. Yeah, that's pretty fucking tall. Yeah. But uh, it was... God damn. Yeah, Reese... I'm assuming it was Reese and his wife, uh, some other guy, and then Scotty. But I was just cracking up because, like, holy shit, Scott Kingery standing that's right next to cool, me. That's pretty cool, man. That's I'm why he's my favorite Philly He took a picture with me, so... I can now live vicariously through you. <laughs> Since he took a picture with me, he's now my favorite Philly. Also, because he's he's ripped. Well, now he's ripped. I don't think he was ripped on New Year's. Not yet. He was still, it was a work in progress. It was a work in progress, yeah. Watch us find out that he's, like, going to test positive for steroids. Like, yeah. that would, <laughs> like, that would suck. No, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're going to, we're not going to speak that into existence with my favorite player. And then he'll use the excuse, well, Jose Altuve gave me this. I thought it was just a supplement. <laughs> and he gave me a buzzer, too, Dude, but I thought it was just a new uh, beeper. Let me tell you right now, though. If it had been Bryce with them, I would have shit my pants if I got to meet Bryce Harper. Now, Bryce can't walk down two street. Probably not, No. no. Had he been well, if there, he wasn't though. a little bitch. He could oh, see. No, I, stop I, see, I don't, under, see, stop I don't understand that. these these like egomaniacs. But, but no, he doesn't want to get annoyed by everybody. Right. I would love to get annoyed by everybody. Like no, it was cool for Reese and Scott to be able to just be there, not being bothered. They were literally just watching the Mummers like perform. Scott like, Kingery, to be fair, dude, he looks like he's in high school. He looks like a freshman but, in high school. But if that was Bryce, he wouldn't be able to just sit there and appreciate the Mummers because he would have been signing autographs and taking pictures and being mobbed. The, clearly, they were there. They actually wanted to watch. Watch, which yeah. like if you're Bryce you're just simply so not you're able telling to. me no come on man you're telling me that a guy like Harper couldn't like I, I know he's got the the locks for some reason now that's fine whatever he probably could have disguised himself but it would be I don't just, think so you don't think Definitely a guy not. could like put on a baseball cap really low and just walk down the street he's like literally like he's got if, that beard if you ask somebody that doesn't watch sports to name Two baseball players would yeah. be, be one. Of them. Yeah, that's true. Which is crazy because like the best player in baseball probably wouldn't even be one. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike like Trout. nobody would even care if they saw Mike Trout. I think no. Mike Trout has a better chance of walking down two streets. No, definitely. Oh, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, probably. I was gonna say maybe this is the one place where he would be well known because he's from Philly. But if he was in like anywhere else, I feel like no one would know who he is. Yeah, that's a shame too. It is. Again, it just goes back to that. But one it's, being partly, not it's actually but. partly his fault because he doesn't want to be like the superstar guy. He's very humble. Yeah. But I feel like Bryce Harper wasn't like the way he is now when he first. He was. He was a cocky. He was cocky. I love that. Remember yeah. when Hamels hit him? That was amazing. But uh, yeah. So anyway, like just getting back to the whole season. Like I'm just I'm ready, dude. I know we keep saying it and saying it and saying it because the closer it gets, the more optimistic I'm getting. Are you feeling that way? Yeah, I, I like I said last week. Spring training really—it's a time of optimism. So I'm excited to see the what weather is. The weather's going to start turning any week now. Don't hold your breath on uh, Chris hey, Bryant. Don't hold your breath on yeah. Nolan Arenado. Don't hold your I'm breath on I'm expecting that. that we're not going to get Nolan. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Chris Bryant. Not Chris yet. Bryant. Yeah. I think maybe if, the if we do, cool. I'm cool with it. If we don't, I'm expecting that. I'm ex- I'm excited though. Andrew McCutcheon also said today he expects to be ready for. Opening day. Yes, I saw that. Targeting that, yeah. And by the way, Gene Segura said he lost weight because he gave up like whiskey or something. Hey, man, good that, for him. That's sad. Cutting the weight down and a little bit, uh, you know. He said he'll have a glass of wine every now and then. I swear to God, he said that. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Everyone uh, deserves a little bit, but yeah, I'm if gonna it's going to get his weight down, cool. Yeah. I'm just happy to have him cut back as our leadoff hitter. It's clearly what we needed. Well, when he went down last season, that's when we started to collapse, so. Yeah. Definitely correlated that way, and it was Segura's fault. <laughs> even though, even though he like everyone says no, it wasn't. Some people would uh, 
Some people would agree. Some people would not. That's up for interpretation. Like if he doesn't hustle this year under Girardi, we got problems. I think that that's again the dude. Just the change of culture is going to be huge for us. I think so too. The culture change is going to be one of the biggest things that I think will lead to more. Because outside of just Girardi as a technical manager making in-game adjustments, he's good at that. But I think the main difference in the Phillies is not going to be that. It will just be the culture of the team. Like. Someone pointed out on Twitter, like a, an old Gabe Kapler comment, where he said, you know, he doesn't even force the players to have alarm clocks. They just wake up when they wake up. Yeah, that's absurd. Like, that will not happen under Girardi. It's going to be a big culture change. So yeah. that's got me very excited. So there's going to be less coconut oil in the Phillies clubhouse <laughs> this year, and I more, guess more uh, hard work. And more hard work. I'm, right. I'm just re- I'm ready for the weather to change, get nicer. I'm ready for Phillies opening day. Hopefully, me and you will be there. Yep. And. We're going to wrap up right now, but uh, before we go, I have to say that the uh, Houston Roughnecks oh beat God. your St. Louis Battlehawks. They did. And last week we made an on-air, on-air bet that you conveniently don't remember. But uh, Taylor is a witness, and I'm pretty sure that he saw us shake hands, and you owe me 40 bucks. And that's, right. that's the end of that. Well, I'll take $10 of that cut, thanks. You can take 15 Don't worry, the Battlehawks will be back. Philly will have a team next year, by the way. They came out today. They put in a request for... Uh, team so right. possibly next year and i'm actually working on a potential guest for next week's show so stay tuned it's for that be a surprise guest all right guys well anyway we'll see you back here next week uh 5 30 again uh so just well, uh if, if our boss says 5 30 it'll be 5 30 who the hell knows don't forget to check us out on twitter at ftnb pod and uh give us a follow uh rate and subscribe on itunes wherever else you get your podcast it might be 5 a.m next week thank with you the way things are see going. you next week